would like to um, start a conversation about the nature of time, a, a basic explanation about why time is so significant. For me, everything is measured in a lineage of time. When we were born, all the things that happened to us, they're, they're happening at different ages. It's measured over time. And then we're constantly engaged in examining our past because our future is oftentimes based on what happened to us in our childhood. And then later on, we're understanding that our, our childhood is connected to our ancestors, our genetics, and we happened in time, we realized that, wow, we're being influenced in the patterns of time by our ancestors who had lives maybe hundreds of years ago, and they're continuing over time to affect us by an influence that now measures more of us in time. This is now the science of how time is really working to create the genetic endowment, the early childhood patterns of how my mother and my father at my conception had a feeling, at my birth, early childhood, and then we find that certain patterns are frozen at different stages of time. So if I have a childhood trauma, something in time is frozen there. And we have hundreds of frozen memories in childhood. And then there's a mechanism engaged in time, call it whatever you want, the will, that takes these events from our ancestors and our parental experience in childhood, and it now starts to cycle them back to us over cycles of time. And these cycles, they come back at very specific moments. They'll come back at an exact age. But not only an exact age, they'll come back at an exact month that corresponds to, if you will, emotionally or vibrationally, something that happened in my childhood or happened in one of my ancestors. And there is a specific month where one ancestor corresponding to one childhood event, now comes back at a cycle of time, and it comes back when I'm 36 years old, and it comes back in the month of April on a specific phase of the moon, where I actually meet a particular person in a parking lot, and I have a law of attraction event. Literally, time is involved in all of this, now, time is also involved in the progression of my age. So I have different hormones under 16. I have different hormones generally between 16 and 32, different hormones at 32 to 48, different hormones at 48 to 64, and so on. All of these are measured over time. And this, these cycles of time, they just keep moving. And then there's a mechanism that holds the time. It holds the time you had a childhood frozen memory. It holds it. It holds the pattern of your ancestor's genetic endowment. It holds it. It's a very powerful mechanism.
I used to see it as the problem. I don't anymore. I see it as the gift. I see all of time as the gift. The gift to be alive, to incarnate, is about time. The opportunity to experience things in different levels of time, different ages, and it accumulates. This is how and why we got here to experience being here. I used to think that growing faster would mean if I could get into the spirit world more, I could grow faster. Well, there are things about that are true. If I have a time-based experience over a period of time wanting to receive information, yeah, I can receive something because over a period of time I develop a desire to want to receive something. Very early on in my life, I experimented with utilizing attention and feeling and time and would practice for hours or hours or months or months about how to experience something I wanted to experience. And then I found out that usually it arrived over time according to how I framed it, how I asked it, how I practice it, my degree of sincerity, my degree of feeling, that the mechanism of time is really an instrument that's designed to be a friend. So I feel the same thing about every hour of the day is an opportunity to feel something in time. What I didn't know many years ago, and I'm really doing my best to encourage people to consider, is that time is an educational experience designed to show us how life works, not only now, but later. For example, time shows us that sunrise happens. And then there's a time an hour before sunrise where something else is happening and then sunrise comes. Something else is happening, then sunrise comes. Well, it turns out to be that hour before sunrise is very much like me, the hour of me making a choice. It is the hour of free will. So nature begins to show me in time, if I use my free will, something moves. I'm not saying I'm using my free will to make the sun rise, but I am saying that if I use my free will, something like sunrise moves inside of me. So every choice I make has a result in time. So if I'm utilizing my free will accurately, lovingly, then it's going to create an energy. What I didn't know is if I used my free will at the 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., the hour before technically sunrise, and yes, sunrise moves according to the season of the year, but it's about 6 a.m., if I use the time of 5 a.m. and I'm having the opportunity to make decisions about what I want to create, it's like a farmer choosing to plant seeds. 
I can choose a diversity of types of seeds, but then recognizing that sunrise is going to empower or elevate or cause changes in my seeds to eventually over a cycle of time, it's going to create the physical outcomes of a plant, a, a fruit, a vegetable, a tree, or things I'm seeding into time. I did not know that it was possible to utilize the movement of sunrise or time to link into it to empower my choices over my life. I just said that if I make choices and I can feel the rising sun, feel the rising sun and I appreciate the divine mathematics of the miracle of the rising sun, which is incalculable in some ways, that if I link it into time, it will now start to create the means for that time to utilize my seeds, my free will choices, and produce an outcome. I didn't know, honestly. I didn't know that the regularity of doing the same thing, of dropping something into the sunrise feeling, led to another event between six and eight that had a different feeling altogether and a different feeling between 10 and 12 and a different feeling at midday versus two, and that there are rhythms and feelings all along the passage of time. And I would find out that if I planted something at 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. and 2 and 4 and 6, it was like linking something into time. Now, the interesting thing was, is that if I did something regularly, it produced what people understand is something like a habit. So if I produce something three times or seven times or 21 times or 33 times, there are certain types of memories that are linked into the passage of time. So what I found is if I would link as little as five seconds of a particular feeling that I wanted at 5 a.m., and I linked that same feeling every hour of the day, then by the end of the day, it's circulating in somewhat of a continuous flow. That's good. But if I didn't do anything the next day or the day after, it would kind of come and go. It would dissipate. It's remembered at some level but it does not link into the ongoing sequences of time. But I did find out by experimentation, honestly, that if I linked it in more often, like I did 10 seconds every two hours, and I continued to do that, I found that after a month, there's a different level of experience, a different level of feeling. So yes, I experimented on different phases of the moon. Yes, I've experienced hundreds of times, all right, honestly, thousands of times, 
And I'd like to share with you the places that worked and the things that didn't work. This is one of the ones that worked. So I'm saying, <clears throat> if you really want to grow in something, and you have a sincere desire to grow in feeling linked to time, say it's laughter. You want to do laughter. Great, cool. We all like a little laughter. So you link it with sunrise and you link it with the next hour and you link five seconds. You don't have to be crazy about it, but five seconds. So taking it through every hour of the day. Very cool. I did not know that if you did 90 days in a row, it sounds like it's hard. And yeah, it kind of is challenging to remember to do five seconds of something every two hours for 90 days. There's something magical about a season, a season of three months. So this cycle of three produces a type of continuation. So if I do something, five seconds, 10 seconds, every two hours for three months, Oddly enough, every sunrise is now continuing to do exactly what I did at the level I processed it, which means now after 90 days, I go, wow, I, I can feel that. I can experience that. Something new is happening. Ah, it's kind of like if I had a penny and I, I saved a penny in the bank every day. And then after a while, there were enough pennies in the bank and the bank says, well, I'm gonna start giving you interest on your penny. And pretty soon the pennies are piling up over months or years of pennies piling up. And then you start to realize that you're now the interest rate is actually increasing. Wow, what if I had um, used dimes? Hmm. What if I had used dollars? Ah, now the original investment in time would be three years later. It's now flowing more rhythmically to bring me more happiness or joy or laughter or whatever I put in over time. Now, that's an odd principle to be able to practice something significantly over three months and then you find out it's linked to, in time, it's linked through an equinox, uh, spring, winter becomes spring, and you get another link, and you realize there's a chain link between winter and spring. And there is, if I do it correctly, I link winter with spring, and now I have six months of the continuation of the thing I started with my pennies and my dimes and became the dollars. And now you have um, a whole circuit of all of the masculine influences. What that means is winter to me is a correspondence to the three grandfathers from the mother's family that create inspiration, aspiration, free will, discovery of truth, and that all kinds of very important things. So why wouldn't I want to do that over three months of spring, three months of summer? And then you find that the solstice, it turns into a different energy. 
because the day length in the winter and spring by the height of the day length of time it reaches a pinnacle called the highest day of the year and it links into and it now starts this new circuit of the time measured by the length of the hours of light in the day corresponding now to create summer then you see that there's a link in time between winter spring and summer that link is equinox now you have an effect of the seeds planted in the first three months linked to the second three months now linked to another three months and you know sets of three three months in winter time three months in spring time three months in summer time three sets of three nine months later we all know the significance of birth creating something that may not be so easy called birth transforming into another link of time whereby the equinox of the autumn now transforming into another whole cycle wow so three months three months linked to three months and three months linked ah we have a year we opened a four i know i talk in numbers sometimes but these numbers are really important because we're talking about opening heart number four three is a solar plexus issue and so on and so on there's fives and then there's sixes and so on there's all of the energy circulating and flowing all linked to time rather cool to be able to take a single penny invested by that i mean a feeling a pure feeling now if it's a pure feeling and it's aligned with the mathematics and the intelligence of time. It's not a penny anymore, it's a drop of gold. No, so if I can have an innocent, pure, clean feeling, a drop of gold, ah, here comes the sunrise, a drop of gold into the sunrise, a drop of gold a heart meridian, a drop of gold, and all day long I'm dropping a desire to want to be me, to be alive, to grow, to do all the things, to be in harmony. So a drop of gold, a drop of gold, winter and spring and summer and fall, that's a year, that's locked in, and then three years. Wow, that's what I'm pretty excited about is drops of gold over time intentionally linked with the appreciation of divine intelligence divine intelligence makes time for me to be able to learn to create to drive my tricycle as a small child 
until I learn how to have a bicycle, not run over people's toes, and then I get the car, and then I get the spaceship, and then, well, okay, okay, don't get in a hurry. There's time enough to do it. So the utilization of time, to me, is precious. So in this moment, I can make a choice. For example, one of the choices I can make is xylem up and flow them down, xylem up and flow them down, mineral kingdom, plant kingdom, animal kingdom, Ah, the appreciation of the heavens, gold. The appreciation of the mineral kingdom, gold. Plant kingdom, gold. Animal kingdom, gold. Global, gold. And then here comes a series of experiences in time that could be the Trade Towers of 9-11, or the Tsunami in Thailand in 2004. There's um, the economic collapse in 2008, 9, and 10. And then there's Fukushima, and then there's this and this and that. And then there's all these things happening over time. And then here comes COVID, and it's linked to a time that has to do with the stages of mankind's opportunity. So for me, all of these sequences of events, they were not coincidences that there was a earthquake at 9.3 or 4, whatever it was, in Fukushima in Japan, and then there, there are these things happening. And they happen because of time, where we individually or collectively, we've put things in and we got them back over time. Maybe we put in, we planted thorns over time. The violent misuse of family or education or money or resources or politics or you name it, or greed, power, things, and religious. And we, we planted these thorns over time and they come back to us as social, emotional, physical events. Call it the law of attraction. You may call it a coincidence, I don't. COVID is not a coincidence and I'm not a victim. We are not victims of the things we set in motion individually or collectively over time. But we can use time as a way to integrate our appreciation of the law of attraction rather than the resistance to it, say, how did this COVID get here anyway? It's, it's a conspiracy. It was created by the government, the Chinese. It, no, no, it was created by the aliens. It was created by somebody. No, no, it's, a, it's created by a bat somewhere. It's done this and this. Or we plant drops of gold over time in the middle of what's occurring. So that's why I'm appreciative of time. And yes, I want to come back and do another one about why the equinox, the linking of a specific masculine feminine force, is an opportunity in time that might be considerably more powerful and useful at this time of being COVID and global. So I'm very intrigued about how to put a chest of gold 
into time and looking to see if I might individually and collectively enjoy the results of putting a chest of gold into time in this cycle. So time, I suggest you just look around and say thank you to the designer of time and choose to do your best to, well, do pennies or drops of gold or chest. It's really up to you. You have time. Don't worry. There's plenty of time. Okay. See you later. Thank you.